Welcome to The Power of Rhythm, a podcast with your host, Reinhard Flatischler, founder of Mega Drums, Takatina Symphonic, and a worldwide network of groundbreaking rhythm training. This podcast will offer you an incredible diversity of voices around the one thing that connects us all. Rhythm. Hi and welcome to episode 24 of my podcast. As I have announced last time, we will dive deeper into techno, drum, bass, but this time from a different angle. And you as listener of my podcast, you deserve the best. So last time you could watch Fidel, a resident DJ from Berghain, Berlin, from behind the mixing console. And today... We are shifting to Vienna, the city of music. And it's also the place where this podcast is located and where my guest comes from. The amazing thing is that he is a musician, a producer, a DJ, and an organizer responsible for the Meat Market Events series in Vienna for the last 12 years. And with this, he's certainly one of the most prominent voices for safe raves and sensible partying. In addition to that, he also runs his own record label, Meet Recordings. Welcome, Gerald Wenschitz. It's great. Hi, Reinhardt. How are you today? Very good. It's great to have you finally here. Yeah, it took a long time to organize, but uh, we finally did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> and there's so much to cover today because... Look, you are uh, an advocate for coming together, partying, yeah. and, and this beautiful celebration, you know, of life. People mm -hmm. need this so deeply. Then you're a DJ, of course, mm -hmm. and you're a producer and musician. So I think a very good point to start would be to get a view for the listeners here, how as a musician and as a producer are you going about a track? How do you create a track? Where do you start? Well, uh, usually it's very simple. I start with the, the bass drum. I find a basis for the track and then I build on that. Usually I already have kind of an idea in my mind what, what like kind of what direction the track is going to take. And then I build it up step by step. So I usually do bass drums. On top of that, I add some synthesizers, bass lines, um, whatever I can think of. And then usually the last thing that I do is um, um, uh, put in uh, percussion, hi-hats, shakers, and then the arrangement is the very last thing, which is always very annoying <laughs> uh, because it takes ages until you're happy with those five minutes of music that you produced. Now, is tempo an issue? Like, do you think about a certain mm. tempo range when you do mm. this? It's a very big issue, Reinhardt. It's <laughs> in techno, tempo is something that's constantly changing in terms of the preferences of the crowd. I remember just two years ago, I was teaching around 128 to 132, and now we're up to 138, 140. Some techno DJs even go beyond that, which is a little bit too fast for me. And the funny thing is, um, I remember complaining about that a little bit, just a few 
uh, months, maybe a year back saying like, it's going too fast. I don't feel it. Um, I don't know. Something in the music kind of breaks for me when you go, go beyond the 134. But most recently, I've been also doing tracks around 138 and 140. So the thing is, the, the techno scene kind of also influences you as a musician. Now, for me, it sounds totally fine. You know, in the 90s, everything was faster right but then it's it, it slowed down a little bit and now it's getting faster again and i didn't like it at the beginning but now i like it reinhardt so that's <laughs> that's a bit <laughs> weird for myself it's confusing but it's good right so let the music change you as well a little bit absolutely and you know 150 is certainly pushing it a bit that would be pushing it i don't think i'd be able to enjoy that um but of course i don't as a musician or as a producer which is kind of in the techno scene that's the same thing uh, i don't also, I don't only produce techno tracks, or I also produce other tracks. Um, I'm thinking about doing an album pretty soon because that will be kind of the next step in my career. You know, techno DJs and producers, the first two EPs. And at some point you decide that you want to do an album. And I think that would be a good time now, maybe in summer. And it's definitely going to be with lots of vocals and other types of music. Maybe even, you know, maybe even music that you can play in the radio. This is what really amazes me on your tracks that I've heard, that you're using a lot of hypnotic voices. Mm. And just not to talk too much, I really uh, would suggest, let's just play the first sure. one, The Hive, right? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> Sign. <laughs> 
the hive from Geralt when she's you can feel the sheer power coming at you. <laughs> no, that that's how I found you. I have um, a guy who cuts my hair. His name is Wolfgang, okay. and he's running, you know, house music so all along. And then all of a sudden, he plays a track of you, and I okay. ask, "What is that?" Because I really felt that sheer impact that it had on me from the power. So mm -hmm. I, said, I have to really get to this guy. So here we are. It's so well, I'm glad you did because um, I also I'm also very happy that you approached me because it uh, doesn't happen very often because lots of uh, traditional musicians or like people who play traditional instruments are let's say distant towards uh, tech new musicians, and it's always nice to meet people who are open minded and who are willing to like you know discuss uh, uh, different types of music because that's what it's all about in it. That's absolutely, and it's one of the tasks, of course, of my podcast to mm -hmm. bring these bridges, you know, between yes. the worlds. I so, love it. <laughs> so your lyric, your voice, it's very, very, very hypnotic in all your tracks. What is the role? How did you come to that? I don't know. It's uh, something that kind of happened. I, I, lo I love messages in songs. And for me, um, and that's something very unusual as a techno DJ, because usually we rely on the music in order to create uh, movement, euphoria. And also you can get a message across with, with rhythm and with music. But of course, it's, it's easier with words. I, I like using words. I like writing texts um, myself. And this is why it, it found its way into my music. And I got good feedback for the first few tracks that I did in that respect. So I decided to continue. And it's, you know, it's always interesting when you listen to your own music with someone like we are doing right now, Reinhardt. It's always like interesting because you hear the music again, let's say different ears. Yes. And listening to it, I must say I, I did a good job on those vocals there because <laughs> the track is already a few years old. And, you know, I, I'm still happy with it. Absolutely. So you do the vocals all yourself. As I do sometimes use samples, but most of them I do myself. Um, I try to like change my voice to make it sound a bit different. I use effects on it strongly because um, like I don't think I have that amazing voice, so I can help myself a little bit with. <laughs> yeah, it's also an art how to put a voice uh, through a filter and then use it as almost a percussion instrument. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's very, very a big part of that what attracted me. I said, wow, this is getting really me in a different state. Uh, mm -hmm. And we will talk about this also when you go to the party time. But mm -hmm. let's go to the next uh, track, uh, if you agree. Of uh, course. It's called Bro. And yes. you did something with a Juno X Bass 9 box something that you played the triplets yourself yeah yeah you could you could also hear in the last song <laughs> that triplets are something that i really like so you will hear them in in lots of my tracks and that was a detail that i just when we prepared for this podcast that i thought i should share with you you know the, the yomox x base 9 is like a uh, quite legendary drum computer mm -hmm. of course it's not as legendary as the roland 909 or 808 it's, it's a later generation but it also had a big impact on, on techno it sounds very powerful and uh yeah you will hear triplets it's actually a snare sound and i didn't program the triplets but i played them with my fingers and i thought that's something unusual for a techno dj and yeah, like, that's why i wanted us to talk about it <laughs> like a percussionist right so let's yes. listen to that okay great
Gerald Fenschitz, Bro. It's really straightforward, brut beat, and it's also straightforward, brut message, you know? You <laughs> might agree with something or not, that doesn't matter. What I'm touched by is your honesty and you're not hiding and you're not just putting out the message. I have read or I have seen that you're part of the LGBT community and yes. you said that it is a very important place, the club, to have a space where it's different like in mm -hmm. normal life. Maybe you share a little bit of that if you like. Yeah, as um, something very important for me, as you can also hear in the last track, the lyrics are very straightforward, and I think it's very important to make those bold statements as a gay musician, as a gay man. We actually use the word safe space right now because we acknowledge that there are no absolutely safe spaces anymore, so we call it safer space. And the idea is uh, to give people uh, a possibility, an opportunity to express themselves freely, And uh, we feel that as a straight person, you have that uh, possibility more often, out in, like in the real world, you know what I mean? The clubs therefore hold a very important uh, position for LGBTIQ+. But yeah. I think it's, it's not limited to that. It's also a safe space or a safer space for everyone because you, you, you said that I was being very honest in that track. If you go on a dance floor and you dance, you're being very honest. Hopefully, because otherwise people will see it. <laughs> If you're trying to be something that you aren't, as usually, you can spot those people on the dance floor. So, yeah, um, it's a very important thing. And uh, at the moment, as we're going through this ongoing corona pandemic and crisis, um, it's really something that is missing for uh, everybody and for LGBTIQ+. In particular, because one of the things is escapism. We need to escape somewhere uh, from the stress that we face outside. So uh, let me ask you one thing. Are there also a lot of lesbian women coming to you or is it more male? It's very difficult for me to tell, of course, because uh, people usually don't wear like a sign saying, uh, but you kind of, yeah, if you see them kissing other, other women, then of course it would be an indicator. But it might not even it might not even be true then because people, you know, just sometimes during the night you do things that you sometimes don't do in other places. I would say that in general we have more women now at, at our parties than we used to have because also for them it's a safer space. They find that they don't get, let's say, harassed. It's, it's a very hard word, but let's face it, that's what it is sometimes. They don't get harassed as much. They can also express themselves more freely. And I, I, I hope and I wish that amongst them are all, all types of LGBTIQ plus mm -hmm. also lesbians. Now, let me ask uh, even further on, how many female DJs are there? Producers, musicians, DJs? Mm -hmm. More and more, Reinhard, more and more, but still not enough. Huh? Um, that's a very big thing in the techno world, a very big discussion. And uh, also for myself, we've started to approach women more actively, you know, and asking them uh, to join us as DJs. Last year, we made it a rule that we're not going to run the party if there's not even one woman behind the decks. So that was kind of our first step. And we do wish that more and more women will join Uh, we hope to find more and more women because many of them are making great music, but we have to find them because uh, we just simply haven't met them yet. And uh, yeah, there's some really talented people in around the world, but also in Vienna, Austria. 
So what I hear is a wonderful message that you're so open to everyone. It's not just uh, for lesbian women, for anyone uh, to join uh, your movement. So my question of is, course. how international is the movement in Vienna? Like how often is someone coming from outside and inspiration exchanged and stuff? Yeah, it's uh, very international, actually, and it's getting more international every week. I would like to say, of course, if we cut out the last few months. Yes. Uh, but generally, um, we have traveling DJs, you know, like Susanne Kirchmeier, Electric Indigo, um, a woman who travels around the world and plays everywhere on all continents uh, under the Viennese flag, if you may say so. So she's kind of, you know, also one of my role models. I've started traveling quite a bit and playing, you know, around the world. And uh, many others are. And also on the other way around, we usually have, um, for most of our parties, we usually invite one of our international friends or role models or inspirations, as you said, uh, to join us for one of our parties. It's getting better every week. So you are very closely associated with the Grelle Forelle. Yes. It's a club, you know, like when I saw the Grelle Forelle, what is that? It's a club. It's a very famous club, actually, in Vienna. Mm -hmm. uh, did you found it or how you are just... Uh, no, actually, <laughs> actually we, uh, I didn't really like it when it first opened. Uh, so we had, there, was a, there was a slow start, uh, if, we, if you may say so. But um, I'm one of the residents now. Um, and one of their promoters. So I, I, as a resident DJ, it means you play there uh, for some of the big parties uh, on, reg on a regular basis. And uh, I also have a monthly party there. And I'm also part of the inner circle, if you may say so. But, um, you know, as every club, it kind of went through a certain um, development. And I think at the moment, like before the lockdown, um, it was maybe the best place for electronic music in Vienna and most certainly also one of the top 10 places in Europe, I'd say. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so they do a really good job. The sound system is simply amazing, but also the room itself is very good. They have a very good policy in terms of uh, providing a safer space, you know, for everyone. And, um, Of course, there's always room for improvement, but I think it's a, a pretty good place. That's great to hear that we have that in Vienna. And my mm -hmm. question is, is it open now? Because you did actually a party now with 200 people, with all the corona. Oh, that was in summer. In summer, exactly. Yeah, Where in summer, there was the, they, they had this window um, for parties up to 200 persons. Uh, for just a few weeks, I think it worked. And uh, we used that opportunity. And, you know, it's usually a place where you have 800 people. So, so it's quite big. And it has a terrace, a garden. And so we opened everything. So made sure there's lots of space. We asked people to wear face covers and to protect themselves and had lots of awareness uh, persons running around or watching out for the people. And uh, we had a good time as well, I must say. It was a very successful party. At the moment, it's not possible. And uh, we hope that in you know, in, 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 as, as the temperatures get warmer, that numbers will come down and that there will be a possibility of doing something with, uh, with quick tests. That's our next big hope, mm -hmm. right? Because the quick tests are getting faster, cheaper, and more reliable by the hour, basically. And uh, it could be possible to provide a COVID-safe space this summer if we have good tests at the door.
Okay, and this is down at the Donau Canal, right? Yes, yes, exactly. It's, it's a very... Spitelau, uh, next to the famous Hundertwasser building. Um, yeah, so it's a good location. Usually clubs in Vienna tend to be slightly outside the city center, which is not bad because then, you know, you have to travel there and usually it keeps away people who don't even really belong there, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like they're just, you know, roaming around and they might interrupt what we call a safer space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let's move on to one of your quite uh, famous tracks, Otto Wagner Green. I think Otto Wagner is a reference to this great architect of Vienna, right? Yes, of course. I love it. You know, the, the, the green of uh, like, it's actually, I learned that this is not the original color that he used, but I, I, I learned it before I released the track, but I decided to stick with it because since I was a little boy, I used to call this Otto Wagner green. Do you know this distinctive green that we find in Vienna on the rails of the subway and stuff? I just liked the concept that actually Otto Wagner green does not really exist because that has been overpainted, but it's a myth. And I thought it would be a good name for a track that is a homage to my hometown, and that is Vienna. It certainly is. Let's listen. <laughs>
Otto Wagner Green from Gerald Wenschitz. You know what you feel is this incredible wall of energy coming towards you. And then what I appreciate so much on your music is it's really, really complex without taking away this power that's kind of underneath it. And that's very rare for me. So thank you. It's a very nice thing to say. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I'm only doing on this podcast something I'm really endorsing and I'm really touched by. Mm -hmm. And that really is, I've never heard an electronic music on that levels in a way, you know. And that brings me to these questions. You are also creating parties. Now, mm -hmm. let's go away from COVID right now. Let's mm -hmm. go to the pre-COVID or post-COVID uh, <laughs> time. And I, I predict one thing here in this podcast, it will be over very soon. Okay. And uh, what will happen is that people will explode back to connection and that will mm. be on a new level, you know. Mm. So how are you creating a party? Well, ex actually exactly what you said. I try to bring together the, the it sounds weird but the right people at the right place with the right music that's kind of uh the idea you know the music is as important as kind of the people that you're trying to attract with your communication because you want to have a good mix of people that will get along and that will celebrate in in a way that everybody will be happy because you know different people have different ways of expressing themselves and of celebrating does it mean that you are like uh, inviting some yeah. people to a party Yes and no. Of course, it's kind of a public event and you can read about it and stuff. But um, the way we communicate with people, the way we decide to design our flyers, it will attract a certain crowd. Mm -hmm. Also, the, the way we write our invitations, you know, for every party, there is also text that accompanies it. And uh, people will read that. And if it's kind of arty and complex, it's, I mean, art is a horrible word, but you know what I mean? You try to do it in a fashion that you will find people who might also like the way you celebrate if you express yourself in, in text. Mm -hmm. And so now a party goes how long? Well, <laughs> in Vienna, we're unfortunately very limited by the local laws, which is a pity. I think you interviewed uh, Fidel uh, a few weeks back. And uh, in Berlin, you know, there is uh, no curfew. There's no time when clubs have to close. But in Vienna, um, there's a very strict curfew, actually. And so usually we start at uh, 11 o'clock in the uh, evening and then it goes until six o'clock in the morning, you know. Sometimes behind closed doors, we might celebrate one hour longer or something, but let's not talk about that right now. We did do another concept, though, because that's actually legal. We did one where we partied on a Sunday from 12 or lunchtime until midnight. And that actually worked really well. So that's 12 hours straight of partying and it works super well uh, even in Vienna because uh, you know you would think that people get lazy because they only have five six hours parties but no Viennese people would also be up for having longer parties like in Berlin oh yeah the duration really brings out the trust that actually yes, music exactly. takes you into you know I'm um, having developed some rhythm work here we're doing sometimes 48 hour sets non-stop Mm -hmm. And it crazy. <laughs> completely different. Mm -hmm. Now, is that the Takatina, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have to tell you something because that's so funny. When I first read it, I thought it's Take Tina. 
<laughs> and you know that Tina is a very famous drug in the in the techno scene. It's not one that we like because it's very dangerous. Yeah. But I, when I read it, I thought like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what is the role of trance as you see it? I mean, that people dance like 12 hours, you need to do something that the body does that and, mm. you know, go in an autonomous movement. So what's your take on that? I think that's one of the things that you're trying to do as a DJ. You're trying to create um, uh, an, an atmosphere where people can get lost in like trance and they can really dive into. And I think uh, anybody who's experienced it before will agree that this is just something that it feels so nice. It fills your whole body with energy. You don't even know where you're getting all that energy from because it might have been a hard day at work. It might have been a stressful day. Somebody might have pissed you off, but you go to the club you stand on the dance floor and you're like, oh, I don't know how long I can stay. And then suddenly the music catches you. The people around you also have a big influence. Um, they also like, you know, they move in a certain way that makes you want to go in the same direction, follow their pace. And then at some point you don't even realize you've danced away for a few hours. And that's the next time when you're like, oh, I'm still here. And yeah. this is, uh, anybody who has experienced this knows that this is something uh, that's just incredibly beautiful and you know it, it's very valuable i think also there's another big benefit behind it people are so tortured by constantly compulsive thinking day and night about this problem mm. about this relationship about that and there you cannot think you're dancing yeah. now you're going in there now you know this is a real big mm. thing to do it's a bit like meditation as well and it's something yeah. that can really that can really make your week, your day, your year, even, you know. And then we have to uh, change the laws in Vienna. I didn't even know that these laws exist in Vienna. So mm -hmm. we have to do a 48 hours. This is, yeah, exactly. That would be good. This is actually maybe a chance that um, we have because of the Corona crisis. Because uh, we as club people said, like, listen, the Corona crisis is so difficult for us. And... Uh, we paid so much in terms of, you know, uh, losing uh, our regular customers. So in order to do something for us, this is something that we've wanted for many years. So this is something you can do for us. This will be definitely something that we're going to fight for. It's fantastic. And <laughs> I hope you will let me in 48 hours. I'm up. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let's go to the marcher. This is the next track. And when I listen to it, I say, that's interesting. Uh, Brazilian people would call this rhythm a bayão. Uh -huh. you know? And you hear, you find it uh, just played by synthesizers, right? Indeed. And not 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 exclusively, but I'm using those fast synthesizers that you can hear, um, those rhythmic s synthesizers kind of like percussive instruments so you it's, it's not really like you know in the last track where you had that high-pitched sound that sounded a bit like a siren so this is what we usually make synthesizers sound like and here i just used it as a as a rhythm element let's listen to it yes
That's Martyr from Gerald Wenschitz. So my question to you is, how did you find that rhythm? Because, you know, this exact rhythm is coming out of Nordest, which means the northern part, Pernambuco of uh, Brazil. Mm -hmm. And then it found its way into the whole um, popular music also, but it's mm -hmm. actually originated there. And how did you come to this rhythm yourself? <laughs> it's difficult to say, you know, but uh, as a techno producer, you get your inspiration from everywhere. You might just really listen to other music, other types of music and find an element that you like and then you forget about it again and one day you're in the studio and you think now it would be a good time to use that one. So it's uh, much about being open-minded and find new ways because, you know, techno, is, is, a, is it sounds very limited what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. as, as far as the spectrum is concerned, but it's actually not. It's like the deeper you go, you find all the different variations and differences and you can use new stuff to make it sound different. So, um, yeah, it's important to be open-minded and get everything in so would you say techno is just also used as a general terms of some styles uh, or is mm. there something that you call oh this is definitely just techno it's very difficult <laughs> nowadays saying techno or house or something is just like saying music generally like this there's so many different definitions and and, and so on uh, my definition of techno includes just being open-minded and finding new grooves and, and new stuff um, that you can enjoy in the darkness of a dance floor <laughs> it's uh, also reflected in how you obviously live your life that's mm. great <laughs> not hiding anything but just authenticity and i think one of the most important things, I don't know if you agree, but what I see is lies and lies and more lies from the politicians and from this and that. I think we are gonna go through a phase now, is my impression, where we will have an awakening, we'll have a change, you know, because we are at the end of this, you know. Speak straightforward, you know, is one of the most, and live straightforward and just be mm -hmm. who you are moving towards authenticity as you have said even i hope so reinhard i hope so <laughs> no, i know so you will see yeah it. you know so it's, yes it's, but it is something that you can learn on the dance floor you know as well like because yeah. on the dance floor you drop your masks and um yeah i hope as soon as we can dance again that more and more people will lose their masks that they're wearing every day yeah exactly and you it's actually almost like a therapy you, it's so painful if you see someone dancing with a mask you yeah. can see it instantly if they're not being themselves but they're trying to express something that they've seen somewhere or something you know they're trying to fake something whilst looking at someone who's expressing him or herself or anything in between is one of the most beautiful things you can watch yeah, I think uh, one of the big obstacles in life or in, for humanity is fear. And mm. I think now we are going into something where people really um, being confronted with their fears, you know, mm. and some of them really stepping up to courage. It's so amazing that people think take their opinions so important, you know, like, mm. oh, it's my opinion, it's just an opinion, you know. Mm. <laughs> Everybody has one, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, let's go to one more track. And you said yeah. that is straight techno. Why is that straight techno? Because it has to, like in the last track, there was not a four to the floor bass drum, like four, four bass drum. Um, we call it four to the four place. bass drum. is actually yeah funny. I just realized now that this might sound funny to a musician's ear, but that's what we call it. And the next one does. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just very minimalistic and uh, a six minute something club track that uh, also has some lyrics or vocals in it for me this is one of my more techno tracks as I already told you i use some of my influences like drum and bass and other music but this one is i think more traditional if you may say so now let's listen to that good <laughs>
I came back for you. A track again from Gerald Winchett's straight techno track. Can you tell us what it means? I came back for you. <laughs> well, actually, one of uh, a really big techno DJ, international DJ, Dax Che, when I sent him the promo and asked him to play it in a club, he he said uh, that he thought of me going back to the club and telling a uh, boy, listen, I came back for you, like leaving the club and uh, then coming back and saying, like, listen, I came back for you. I want to have you. This is but that was his interpretation. I don't know. So for myself those things sometimes just happen i'm in the studio and i built this track and at some point i make a decision do i want to put vocals in or don't because the last one like or the one before that martyr it doesn't have any vocals so sometimes i just don't want them there i, I, don't, I don't think the track needs them and then when i decide yeah i might try something then i just start experimenting with uh, the microphone that i use we have already seen that we have the same microphone the sm7b uh, uh, a very beautiful microphone and then stuff happens you know so talking about this have you ever tried as a producer or as a dj to merge it with live percussion uh we ha i have not done it personally but it has been done a few times very good things can happen with that. Yes. Yeah, what's your take on it? <laughs> uh, I think it's, a, it's, it's something that uh, could be a very good thing for a live set in a club for um, a, a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's also very, very difficult to do production-wise because um, in uh, a club, uh, the, the sound system in a club, I'm not a, a sound engineer, but from what I've seen in the last, I don't know, 20 years, it's very good very difficult to make this uh the, like this intense wall of sound that you have in a club and then you need a place where you put uh, the percussions where you have the microphones without um creating feedback yeah and it's actually very difficult to do you might actually need another room to do it you know what i mean exactly, if you really yeah. want to if you really have want to have a perfect sound but i think it could be done um like as an as an element within a longer party let's say six hours to have like i don't know 30 minutes 45 minutes and then we may, you know that the focus might not be so much on on the perfection of the sound wall but on, on on what's happening and that's something that might work i think so let me ask you your record label is called meat recordings yes how did you come up with this name well, our party is called Meat Markets, and that's uh, one of my ex-boyfriends actually came up with that. And it's a very, I think, a great name for a, an LGBTIQ plus or for a gay techno party because it's that's what happens at some point in the night that it becomes a meat market sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we went from there. Now we have um, Meat Records. And you know what's going to happen? We have a meat cast, like a podcast, you know? And you know what might happen in the future? We're printing lots of T-shirts for our fans to wear you know so that might be meatware one day it's a, it's just it's a really good name for a label because you can basically connect meat with anything <laughs> we had, we did a meat mag once a little magazine for our like guests at the party and we handed them out i think it was for an anniversary that was a meat mag you know it works with anything really <laughs> okay <laughs> it's true yes can you actually when you have your recording studio and your production mm -hmm. company are you also producing other people or just yourself uh, we uh, i produce my own music uh, but i also feature other producers on my label oh. so um other people release stuff on meat recordings we actually have a core team of three producers uh, specific objects matt, matt moore and myself 
And more and more people, though, are joining. We're also looking offensively, if I might say so, for tracks that uh, the women made. You know what I mean? Because we discussed it earlier. So we are approaching now female producers if they want to join the Meet Recordings crew, if you want to say so, and release music at our label. Mm. That would be important for us. Meet. Get a female perspective, you know? Yes. Going into the body means also meat, you know, and I, I know that you are mm. uh, a big advocate for working out, right? Yes. <laughs> it's it's one of, it's, yeah, you also like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to feel your body and you usually yes. also listen to music while working out and it can also put you in a, in a like meditative trancey state, I think. Gerald, it's very nice talking to you. I Likewise, hope. it has been a pleasure. Yeah, we will actually hopefully meet in summer and dance crazy. I hope so too. <laughs> I think by that time it will be over. Let's finish up with a, a track. I really have never heard this. It's a, actually three to four polyrhythm going on. I found it on your podcast. And so that's our final track. I thank you so much for your time. And for you. Thank you to Reinhardt. It was a great pleasure. Thank yeah. you for having me. So how can people connect to you? Where do they find you on the net? Can you tell us? Uh, best Instagram would be a good start. Uh, always um, uh, Gerald uh, underline BDH. So that's for fun, the hint. And also on my Facebook page, of course, uh, also our band page, which is uh, very important because people can actually buy my music there. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you can stream and listen to my music for free on all big platforms like YouTube, Spotify and so on. Um, so there's lots of ways of finding me. I'm sure you'll manage if you wish to. That's great. Thank you for that. And thank you again for your time. Now, if you like the podcast, if you have really enjoyed diving into these incredible rhythms, getting more information about this huge variety of rhythm here and rhythm there, please subscribe to my podcast. Uh, go to powerofrhythm.com uh, forward slash podcast and uh, 
leave a comment if you like, or even uh, tell me whom you want to hear next. With that, we're finally fading, and we wish you a very, very, very great time. Stay strong, stay happy, and keep grooving. <laughs>